Hello, welcome to Chopcast. I'm Griffin. This is Sam. Um, we're doing. We're going to talk about two series today: um, Padres and Dodgers uh, on our West Coast trip. Um, didn't go great, but could have been way worse. Um, we were, in terms of the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium, uh, before the series started, we lost 19 out of our lost our last 23 games there which is pretty bad um Mm -hmm. and now it's 20 out of 26 which is not much better (laughs) big ups right sorry (laughs) wait wait lost 21 21 out of 26 damn yeah um not a friendly place no not great (laughs) no and yeah not fun to see Freddie. Not as fun to see him do the things that he did against us. Was mm-hmm. rather unkind of him. Um, but yeah, we're gonna look at the uh, both series as a whole, um, given LVP MVP as a whole. Uh, but before we get into that, the main news that happened the last couple days um, that was exactly kind of what I had been saying I wanted to happen. Um, was that Noah has been sent down to AAA and Sean Newcomb was DFA'd. Uh, and from the DFA, we got, I think, like the real first legit kind of trade in the MLB this year, only 10-ish games into the season. Um, and we're getting our old friend Jesse Chavez back, mm-hmm. World Series champion, um, for Sean Newcomb, who was just going to be off the team anyways. So, um, and taking, taking the spot. Well, so, uh, Tukey and Dylan Lee came in. I'd imagine that Jesse's going to fill in for one of them. Um, don't know who that's really going to be of the two. I would feel like my wish would be that we didn't have Tukey of the two, yeah. but, and you also have an extra left hand arm in the bullpen with Dylan Lee. But anyway, um, Sam, uh, what do you think about the Inoa Newcomb Chavez? Situation? Yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously, but whirlwind. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, not like the biggest shifts. I think mostly just like Braves, like culturally, the Sean Newcomb like experiments over, uh, which is weird because like at one point, you know, he was pretty highly touted. Pretty sure he almost threw a no hitter against the Dodgers like a few years back, and mm-hmm. he's—I uh, I, mean—he's someone that I like. I've just known as a Brave for a really long time, um, and it sucks to see him kind of re- like regress super hard. And even even the announcers like Chip and Jeff and all of them were talking about it during the pod or not the podcast during the game. Um, one of the games he's pitching, they're like, he has a expiration date now. Like he if he gets DFA, like that, like that's his only way out. I don't think they could have like assigned him to triple a. It was like either he's, you know, on the roster, he's not. So he needs to throw strikes and he just was not, um, I don't know if the nerves are getting to him or if he felt that pressure, but Sean Newcomb, fortunately, isn't someone we're going to have to worry about anymore. Um, I am personally very excited for Jesse Chavez to come back. Uh, he's obviously like, pretty stoked to be back as well he's already like changed his profile pictures back like brave stuff and uh yeah like i'm happy he was he was one of those guys that i I really wanted back in the bullpen from last year because 
like he has his moments it like if he comes in with men of men on base he's, he's struggles kind of hard but for the most part he's he's really solid dude so i think that trade is going to be good for or better for us in the long run um tough to see sean newcomb go and kind of fall to where he's at but that's life that's baseball you know do your job or don't have it <laughs> um mm-hmm. uh but yeah that yeah moving on from that i, I think that the Waskar news is pretty interesting. We're seeing like the emergence of Bryce Elder, who's looked like decent this past series. Um, not like fantastic, but obviously much better than how Waskar was doing. I, I I think we it might be a while till we see Waskar again. Like he he just genuinely needs a lot of time to develop or rehab. Maybe I I I I wholeheartedly think that the bench punching thing set him back a while um or kind of like you know like i don't know I, I don't know if it got to him mentally or physically but after that he's just been a completely different kind of shitty pitcher so nice moves happy to have jesse uh and we'll see kind of whose spot he takes i'd assume he'd probably go in for tukey as well because tukey's gotta get his shit together um yeah that's kind of where i'm at i don't i don't like but we'll just see how it plays out i guess yeah um, just looking at, so like it, Newcomb, I would imagine for the front office is just one of those guys that it's like, you see the direction he's going and you don't really mm. like it, but you know what he can do. Like, mm. uh, he puts all his stuff together and like you clear everything out of his mind. And like when he performs, he could be like a top of the rotation guy for us, like a a starter. Mm -hmm. Like that was what he was supposed to be. Um, and there were points back in the 2018 season when he was still pretty young, that he was like our main guy. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm just looking back. I like, I, um, didn't really get into the Braves, until like really 2018 2019 so um and i didn't really know much about the trades that had gone on like i kept up with the braves but like i didn't look at trades and whatever and i knew that we sucked for a while and um but uh sean newcomb was like the main pull or haul that we got from the andrelton simmons trade to the angels um which I'm sure everyone that's listening knows that, but uh, just going back and looking at this article from 2015, um, I just see the two lines that are separated to like for emphasis. The real reason for this deal is the future. Sean Newcomb is an absolute stud uh, in a system loaded with pitching prospects, which includes. Shelby Miller, Colby Allard, Max Freed, Lucas Sims, Tuki Toussaint, Matt Whistler. Newcomb may just be the best one. Um, wow. Obviously, you know, you can't predict how highly touted prospects are going to be. Look at Dansby Swanson. Um, <laughs> but uh, it just, especially like his, his, his size and the way that he releases the ball and how much heat he can put on it if he wants to. Um like, it's like, by the time that he gets the ball released, he's, like, halfway to the plate. Um, mm-hmm. And his, like... I remember last year, towards the end of the year, when he was actually doing pretty well, his... Uh, I remember you had that tweet or something that was, like, the... 
what was it, like the scariest thing on earth is Sean Newcomb's high fastball. Like, yeah, yeah, high, uh, yeah, like high, not like just outside of the zone, high fastball, it's just nuts. Yeah, like it just could not be hit at all because they probably just didn't see it, know where it was going, and then all of a sudden you think, oh, this could be in the zone and it's by you. Um, and his curveball has one of the biggest drop-offs like in the league. Um, it's him and Freed that have like the highest, uh, vertical drop off. Um, but I don't, I don't think it's his mechanics. I think it's just all in his head. Um, and just seeing him degrade over the years has been pretty sad. And, um, looking at this from like a purely potential for each of them standpoint, the Cubs definitely won this trade and what could be like a really good trade for them. But I don't really think any Braves fans are super sad about this. Uh, I've actually been getting a lot of very, uh, very happy and aggressively yeah. happy comments. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I don't know. You don't ever want to root against your own guys. Um, and I, I, I was glad that we took, uh, that we picked up Sean's deal, um, and gave him 900,000. I thought that was a perfect amount of money to see if he could come back and do something, but he just couldn't. Um, but in terms of Chavez, like I was honestly kind of glad that we didn't re-sign him, um, at the end cause Maybe that's just, you know, how he was performing. But it was kind of like a – it kind of seemed like a Darren O'Day thing to me, which he's doing really well now. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe Chavez can kind of do what he did. But uh, Darren, like, towards the end um, was really ineffective and was not very effective in the playoffs in 2020. Um, and Chavez kind of seemed the same way. Um, but like you said, when he's got people on – not a good time to put him in, but I mean, he was one of the cleaner guys in our bullpen in terms of, uh, and he'd also go the distance too. He'd go two innings, two and a half sometimes. Um, but I, I don't know, maybe, maybe a change of scenery for the both of them would be good. Um, mm. I'd even seen like on, uh, Jesse's Instagram, he made a post about, uh, some fan who had like a burner account uh like no posts and just followed like 800 people um dm'd him after one game where he gave up like three runs and got maybe one out uh and just like was saying shit like uh you suck so hard like i want you to go back to wherever you came from stuff like that it's not the best uh yeah no and so i don't know if he necessarily liked where he was uh and we know that he likes atlanta so and we have one of the best bullpens in the league both talent wise and in terms of just like the personalities of the guys that are in there so yeah hopefully they'll pick him up and our pitching staff can kind of help reform him um because this season i mean it's a smaller sample size but then again i mean we did DFA someone for a smaller sample size. Um, But he has 
He's got a 6.35 ERA with 5.2 pitched and three strikeouts and a 1.59 whip. Um, so not the best, as opposed to 2021, which was the best year of his career by far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a 2.14. Uh, and he actually started four games, had pitched 33.2, and was with 1.01. Um, so he definitely has matured much more in his age, like like uh, in terms of how good he's gotten. Because um, looking back at some of these numbers from his past, he had a he had a decent. He did, he did pretty well between 2013 to 2016, fell off a little 2017, had a bounce back 2018, and then had a really bad 19 and 20, um, which is how we were able to pick him up on a, only a minor league contract. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, at, at the end of the day, like, it's not a super pivotal move, necessarily, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of nice to see him back and uh better than Nukem. Um absolutely. I, I'm I'm very excited for like the Jesse Chavez potential and yeah, hope I, I think I think the change of scenery will be really good for him. Also like obviously he likes Atlanta a lot. Like in that in that Instagram post he talked about it's like pretty fucked up. Um you know I know players get their hate but if you're getting that right off the bat on a new team. I know yeah. he's on the Cubs before but you know newish team uh you're going to want to get back home. So hopefully yeah. there's that mental aspect. I mean, we, we talk about this so much and we know, but like so much of pitching is literally just like mental. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have your stuff, you can know the mechanics, but if you're letting up runs or letting people on base, it's going to get to you. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, and then looking at, you know, again, um, mm-hmm. I, I, that's, I mean, what I'd said in the, our last episode, uh, that was exactly what I wanted to happen was have him go down to triple a. And when I went through and ranked all of our like potential starters, he was at the very bottom for me. Um, so he was like ninth on my depth chart in terms of starting pitching. Um, and I think that was realized kind of sucks that it had to be against the Dodgers on ESPN. Um, no, that was that one on ESPN, but it was just the first game against the Dodgers. Um, and I mean, like he didn't necessarily get shelled. He did have five earned runs, but three of those came from the hand of Sean Newcomb. Um, or no, two, just two did. Two, two came from Newcomb because he walked one. Um, and just like such a terrible back-to-back pitching performance by those two guys off one night. Well, not really just off of one night, but like uh, next day you're just gone. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it was clear to the pitching staff that Yanoa is not a starting option right now. Maybe we can get him back to the point that he can be. But I think when he comes back, he definitely needs to be uh reintegrated through the bullpen um yeah you like i'm of the opinion and i don't think this is a very like hot take i feel like this is a pretty cold take that if you're a starting pitcher you need to have more than just two pitches 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, he, they talked about it, and I, like, forgot this. Um, but he technically kind of has three pitches where um, he has the four-seamer and he has the slider, uh, but he throws the four-seamer at two different speeds, um, which makes it kind of like a change-up, but it's really just a change-up that's slower. <laughs> or, like, a, it's just, it's, or sorry, it's just a... It's just a straight change. It doesn't no break. Movement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, no break. So, um, yeah, he would cycle in like 99 mile hour. He had, uh, he apparently had, they said like the second or third highest average four seamer in the league behind DeGrom. Mm. Um, which is what I think really helped him, uh, when he was doing well last year. Uh, and it would be tricky because that was so on point. Um, that was tough to hit. They would be anticipating that, that he could either throw in the slider and just get him completely off or just throw him a, sl- a slower fastball and either get it on the ground or have them be way ahead of it. Um, but I think it's a mixture of batters figuring him out and figuring out, oh, he's only got two real pitches. I'm just going to keep looking at what's coming out of his hand. Um and him kind of getting his in his own head and not having the third pitch. Um, I don't know if he threw a single. Uh, I'm not gonna look it up, but he didn't. If he did throw any other pitch, it would have been a changeup or a curveball. But he, I didn't see one during that game. Um, but yeah, three point two five earned runs. Four Ks and four walks is just not not a good start, not a quality start. Um, but the guys coming in, I I'm more harsh on Tukey than I was on Newcomb um, in terms of more and more opportunities. Um, I wouldn't say one has necessarily shown more promise than the other because they've each had just tiny little spurts of showing what they can do. Um, I My guess is what would happen again is very similar to what happened when Tuki came back in and started starting again for the uh, last year, which is come in, have two really good games where he likes, yeah, throws like a Maddox. Um, and then, yeah, it just kind of falls off a cliff from there. Um, yeah, I, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I mean, can't predict the future, but that seems to be the trend. I remember like Mueller kind of had the same like thing last year where he came in, just absolutely dominated. And then once there's like a, that slight hesitation or got to him, just kind of fell off and then, you know, back to triple A. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully, I mean, hopefully we can get as many quality starts as possible. Oh, I feel like Tukey might be on the AAA carousel right now. Um, I don't know how much time he's going to spend, like, actually on the Braves or how they're going to manage that. But in general, I feel like bullpen management has been pretty, like, piss poor this season, at least so far. Um, you know, we're only two weeks in, so good change. But we'll be we'll be looking forward to seeing how Snicker kind of deals with it. Yeah, and we'll talk about some bullpen management uh, later in this episode during one of the games. But, uh yeah, I uh, I don't know. I I I I would hope 
that Tukey to like you know be as effective in the MLB as he possibly can. Right now, I would hope that while he was in AAA, that the pitching staff and him were kind of being like, okay, I need to recenter myself as a reliever. Because um, he kind of had a similar problem to Anoa not having enough pitches. Um, I'm going to look at his arsenal real quick. Because I remember like a large reason, I've already talked about this before, but a large reason that he did well in those two games back last year um, was because he incorporated a curveball for like the first time ever and they just weren't expecting it at all. Um, mm -hmm. Trying to open this up, but it is not wanting to. Oh my God. My computer sounds like a, like a jet engine right now. <laughs> Um, okay. In 2021, it was mainly throws a sinker, 48.3, and then the curveball became his second most pitch, but, I mean, he didn't have a very big sample size because he was throwing most of these curveballs newly. Um, uh -huh. But the curveball turned into his second pitch. Uh, through 27.2% of the time, split finger, 21.2, and then four seam, like 3.3. Um, so he doesn't pitch with really any velocity at all, which isn't necessarily a problem if you can find your spots. Um, but I remember he, like, after after those first, those first two starts back for him, um, once he, mm. the third game, he just left a lot of hanging curveballs and got mashed yeah um i'm gonna look at his baseball reference game by game actually real quick um but sam what's uh what's your opinion on dylan lee coming back dylan lee um i mean i'm not sure i've seen like or heard too much about him this season so far at least in triple a um so i kind of like no reference uh the like i did get to see him play like in person last season during that like just god awful game five nlcs mm -hmm. at dodger stadium um and he looks like fine i he's i mean he's a younger guy right so it, he could go many different ways um but yeah i mean he's i mean he's still 27 i guess but relatively new to the league and yeah, I'm not sure if he's like starting material, but I could see him as an innings eater. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking back at Tukey's game log from last year, and it's not yeah. as it's not as terrible as I remember, but I it is obvious um, uh, that he dropped off, and they mm -hmm. started recognizing stuff. Um, so his first two games back. Uh, he went 6.2 with one earned run, five strikeouts, and then his big game was at Philly. He went seven innings, uh, gave up five hits, one earned run, and then had ten strikeouts. Um, and the one earned run was just a solo shot. But then the third game, 
it was against Milwaukee, and I remember him starting the first inning pretty decently. Um, yeah. And then didn't do too bad, and then got blown up, and he gave he went 3.1, gave up seven earned runs, uh, two walks, two home runs, and five strikeouts, um, and had a 79 pitch count after 3.1, which had matched the same amount of pitches he threw in 6.2, two games before. Um, but then after that, it's actually not as bad as I remember. Um, after that, he went 5.1, 5, 5, 6.1, 5.1, uh, and gave up 2, 2, 2, 1. Um, his main problem was just pitching economically. Mm-hmm. Um, had a bad game against Colorado at Colorado, gave up four and in three innings. Um, and then again with us playing Colorado, gave up four and four. Um, so, I mean, he's obviously got stuff and he has some mm. slightly high strikeout numbers in a number of these games. Um, but he just doesn't pitch economically enough to be a starting pitcher. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't think that he has the endurance and the pitch mix for it. Uh, so I would hope that he could, you know, try to be an effective reliever. Um, Mm. but he's, it seemed like his role has just been very in between, um, spot starter and then like middle reliever and they haven't, Mm. they just need to choose and starting pitcher is the wrong choice. For me <laughs> yeah i i feel like i'd agree with you on that um yeah definitely more of like a four five six guy um but yeah those are the new guys coming in um other than that acuna is sprinting his way to the mlb um i'm sure given the opportunity he would play tomorrow mm-hmm. and i feel like he would do fine um yeah but... <laughs> yeah he no he looks he looks really good uh just seeing like a few of the videos he just made his like first start with the stripers a few days ago um hit like a mammoth double probably should have been a home run uh running around the base is fine flying in the outfield i saw a video where he like fist bumped a fan uh like after making a catch in the outfield he's uh i i also just like not in the game, but apparently afterwards he's like staying to sign autographs like 30, 45 minutes afterwards. So he's, he, I mean, he's ready. Like mm-hmm. I'm, and I think we are all extremely excited to see that again. Cause I think this team needs that spark and should put us on the right track. Yeah. I think he's very ready to be the face of the franchise now too. Uh, yeah. Especially yeah. with Freddie gone, you have pretty big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it just, it, I don't know. Like, Without Freddie on our team, uh, I mean, I love almost all the guys on our team, or basically all of them, um, but there just seems to be a lack of energy and spirit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Him being there, like, he drives the game consistently, and not only that, but, like, he produced, he's like a, in that, in that way, he's like a six-tool player with the six tool yeah. being like just keeping energy flowing in the dugout. Um, but 
yeah, he's still he's slated to come back in early May. Um, I hope that it's earlier than that, because uh, yeah. we're having this stretch just kind of feels similar, not as terrible, but very similar to the uh, the MLB record stretch that we had where we went win loss win loss win loss like 18 times in a row. Um, just very middling to subpar. Uh, overall, um, and I mean, at least we've, you know, we've had some closer games now where we're not getting just absolutely blown out, but it just feels like when we give up runs, we give runs up runs in bunches, um, and just kind of don't contain the leaks. I don't know. Um, but Looking at this whole West Coast trip as a whole, um, three and four, not the worst. Um, mm. Going to the Dodger Stadium has uh, always been a horrible task for us. Um, <laughs> and doesn't seem to like reflect the season we're having or really impact it too much, usually anyway. Um, it's just kind of like we're signing ourselves up for an ass whooping, um, which is like every time we go to Dodger stadium, I'm like, okay, I am mentally (laughs) prepared to get swept. Like I just probably the good chance is going to happen. If we take one, that's, that's good enough with me. We take two, I am ecstatic. We're not going to sweep them. Like there's no chance that we sweep them. Um, so I'm at least mentally prepared for at the least one loss. Um, mm-hmm. And then now Petco Park, which used to just be a joke to show up to, is now an actual competition. Um, and looking at that series, just kind of uh, generally, we got absolutely slapped in the first game. Um, Charlie was off it by a long shot. Um, he's looked a little concerning so far. He is after the Dodgers series. He's at a six-three, impressive six-three-two ERA now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so and of course to come in after he kind of, I will say even when he does suck, uh, he knows what he needs to do for the bullpen and tries to save arms as much as he can. Um, Mentally, he just doesn't really change during a game, even if he sucks. And I, it, no matter how how pissed I am at him or whatever, I'm definitely appreciative that he can keep going and go high in the pitch count to save us. If he's he's going to do that regardless of how much he sucks, at a certain point he needs to be pulled. But giving up five in two innings and then keep you keep going and you finish out the next three without any runs that's i i applaud that over just getting yanked and or just sucking um even further um but yeah first game we got slapped uh they had 16 hits we had three errors which is nice um and then just the cherry on top was the kind of pity home run that Albies had um which started his home run streak where he had three games in a row almost became the first player to hit uh, a home run in each game of four game series in petco park 
in MLB history, but came one game shy. Um, second game was really nice. I really appreciated that game. Um, I am still, like, when I was watching this, um, I was like, damn, I should have bet, like, $50 or, like, $20 on Kyle Wright being a sneaky, like, Cy Young pick. Or, I don't know if he's, he's not technically a rookie anymore. Um, but just, you know, that'd be a huge payoff for $50. Um, but he was rolling. Uh, he did, they had some, a theme during these games, especially with the Padres that I saw was letting the bottom of their order, the bottom of their lineup hit, uh, consistently, which was kind of aggravating. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was definitely how it was in the first game, which everybody was just hitting then and beating us to death. Uh, second game, he kind of limited that, but he got just kind of some dinky hits um, off of him. And I think he uh, might have walked somebody there, I think. No, he had no walks. Never mind. Um, but, yeah, he did really well. He gave up two, but had nine Ks. Uh, Mentor O'Day, Matzik Kenley got his first save of the as a Brave that game, and we almost had an immaculate inning after his first two batters. Um, it was just as clean as you can get, pretty much mm. two Ks. Uh, but that game was a really honestly before that. Um, that game, I was just like, this season is looking bad. And then this, like, there was no real game where I was like, oh, this is a, this is a great team. Like, this has the team that has potential. I mean, we had, you know, those monstrous wins and whatever, but I just, we were playing against shitty teams. Um, this one, we just kind of stuffed them the whole game, played well. Um, and, I mean, it was tied 2-2 going into the eighth. And then to see... Duvall do what he does best, which is hit with guys on in critical clutch situations and score both those guys um, was really good. We got our last run off of oh, so, but uh, yeah, I, I've uh, I've highlighted each of these games way longer than I wanted to, um, but um, we'll kind of go into our LVP and MVP of the of the whole of both of these series once i get done talking about these games uh, the padres games but uh i'm very glad that lamette threw a wild pitch when the bases were loaded with two outs and it was dansby swanson up to bat <laughs> and he did exactly what he was gonna do when strikeout he struck out so, <laughs> um so uh, thank you, Denelson. That was very appreciated. Um, <laughs> game three of that series, exact same score. Uh, uh, oh, I forgot to mention in the first game, Dickerson got a hit. Dickerson finally yeah, got a hit. Finally making contact. Yeah, he was actually ma he was making he was making contact up to yeah. this point. Yeah, but still, I don't, it's just 
I don't no, know what's yeah, going to happen yeah. with him once Acuna gets here. Um, I, I was visibly confused when I saw Alex Dickerson on our roster to start the season. Uh, just because, I don't know, like, muscle memory, I'm used to seeing, like, Acuna in that spot. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's uh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he, he needs a little, <laughs> maybe he needs a little time in AAA. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But uh, game three, exact same score as game two. Uh, Matt Olson, three for four. He hates baseballs. Uh, and yeah. he just, <laughs> just <laughs> he displaces them from their homes wherever he can. He just shoots them all over the field. He's um, he's so fun to watch. He's been so so fun to watch this season so far. Um, and in the third game, he got his second home run of the season. He's not hit as many home runs as I want, but I'm not going to complain when he now right now he's got a 400 average. I'm not going to say yeah. anything. Yeah, that's fine. Fine uh, by me. There's a loud noise outside. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this game is pretty clean, too. Ian only gave up one run, which was – this was a TBS game? or No, no it was FS1, and they had John Smoltz <laughs> on there. Um, and he was talking about, like I, – I turned the TV on and watched this home run happen. Um, it was just a solo shot, and that was the only run, only run that he gave up. But – he was having a battle with Jerks and Profar, who's really not that great of a hitter, but he's been doing decently this season, um, 269. But uh, just a bunch of foul balls on, like, 2-2 count. And he was saying, like, basically the problem with Ian is that he had, a, I think... He had an 0-2 count to start, like, the first six batters or something like that. It was something ridiculous. And then pitched at least two balls after each of those 0-2 counts. Um, It just, like, his – the non-competitive pitches just kind of bite him in the ass. um, Mm -hmm. And he's just upping his pitch count for no reason. Um and so Jerickson fouled like two off in a row, and then uh, Smoltz was saying like, uh, "Yeah, he needs to go back to his changeup here, or try to go high heat. He definitely doesn't need to go to that curveball." And then like throws a curveball, <laughs> <laughs> and it just gets launched. Uh, yeah. And and then he was he was just saying like, "It's like no offense to Jerickson, but like that was a shitty pitch." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Albie's got another homer. Um, Pena, I can't remember. This was the game. That, yeah, this was the game that he got robbed of a two-run homer by Trent Grisham, mm-hmm. which was going to be his first hit, but then got his first hit next at bat, uh, where he got two RBIs. So he's producing a little bit now, at least. Yeah. Um, Eddie still wasn't doing anything, and but uh, he's started to pick it up recently. McHugh. I think, I think that. Yeah, I think uh, the Dodgers might have sparked Rosario. Yeah. Um, yeah. McHugh is clean. Will Smith gave up a bomb, but he's going to do that. And it was just a solo <laughs> shot. Uh, Kenley was clean. Another 11-pitch save for him. Um, fourth game was just so frustrating to watch. It was one of those where I just sat there. And I watched it. I watched the whole game with my family, too. Um, and I, I just, you know, when you watch a game with your family, you either A... 
want to get stomped on quickly so that you can just kind of like not be paying attention and you talk about other stuff or whatever, or you're winning. Um, mm. Or or just like scoring runs. Someone is scoring runs generally, and that just was not happening. There were seven hits total in this game. Um, four from us, three for them. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, we only had two pitchers go, which mm. is pretty impressive, honestly. Uh, Bryce Elder's second start, he just did not. He only gave up two runs, um, but he had five walks. I have no mm. idea how he came out of the first inning with no runs scored. Uh, it then, so he uh, the way that they scored the first pitch um, was sorry the the way they scored the first run was that uh, he hit Nola with the bases loaded, um, and then the next one was just like a fielder's choice where we almost got a double play, but Cronenworth ran it out um and I, I it just was not a good pitching performance but he somehow only gave up two and still went 4.1 um and then spencer strider who i believe has definitely earned his spot as a starter at this point um went 3.2 with no hits and no mm-hmm. runs had three walks three k's that dude's gross yeah he's got a one era right now um, and that's like from relieving appearances too. Like, um, and I want to see, I want to see how many innings he's pitched with a one ERA. Um, you want to guess? Have any guess? With a one ERA, how many yeah. he's pitched? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's probably pitched. I was gonna say he's probably pitched like seven or eight innings by now, right? Uh, nine innings. Nine. Okay. But, I mean, yeah, that's a, a complete game, one run. Basically, yeah, that that's like super impressive. Um, I I wonder, I wonder if like, kind of on the note of Spencer Strider, if he's gonna start, if we're gonna start to see him like start games. I want well, him to. <laughs> I desperately yeah. want him to. I, I could tot I could totally see them like slotting him in for like a three four inning like start like a bullpen game type, but like that would be pretty inter- That would be a cool experiment to see at least you know for one game if he can go you know go deep because I mean he's just. He's dazzling. Like outside of Freed, I think he's probably been like our best pitcher this yeah. season. I mean, he's he's only given up three hits, uh, yeah. and one earned run. His walk, he he's kind of piled up walks, but he piled them up um, really in this game, kind of. Um, but yeah, I I mean, he has each time he's been out there, he's pitched with like at least two innings, so. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he can have – he has endurance. Um, he kind of had a high pitch count for only 3.2, which was 61. Um, but, I mean, came into a game where we were doing nothing with our bats. So, mm-hmm. uh, Ozuna did hit a, home, a solo home run. He's been basically our second best hitter of the year so far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really surprising to me. Um, but uh, – Everybody else was just—it was just a duty, just fucking poop. Uh, <laughs> struck out ten times that game. Um, the first game we struck out seven, nine times. The second game we struck out five, seven, nine times. So eighteen, twenty-eight, 
31, 34. We struck out 34 times in a four-game series, which is not good. Um, yeah. But um, you Darvish also just looked really good. Uh, and when mm. he's working, he is one of the best pitchers in the league because, I mean, he can throw 11 different pitches, which is <laughs> insane. Um, yeah. But... Um, halfway point of this, uh, these series, um, we'll talk about the LVP and then get into the MVP because our MVP only played in the Dodgers series, but LVP is the most concerning player on the Braves right now. Um, he's been the LVP for the season to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think most people, um, Dansby Swanson is just yeah. a liability, a a total liability. Um, Adam Duvall, just, just as in, as comparison, is like a strikeout guy. He's yeah. going big or going <laughs> home, like, um, and he's made Duvall look like. A guy who doesn't strike out. I don't know. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting because they have like comparable strikeout rates. Like I'm pretty sure Duvall is something like 20 strikeouts out of 50 at bats, or he's something in that ballpark. Out of 50. Yeah, like exactly, like something in that ballpark. And Dansby's struck out for like half of his at bats at this point, so it's like kind of similar. But Duvall, you just like you know what you're getting with Duvall. It's like, okay, he's either going to hit a massive double. He's either going to hit a home run with, with like wrist B, mm -hmm. but Dansby gets up there and you're like, Oh my God, he's about to ground into a double play. Like we're, we're, we're not even touching the ball. Or yeah, we're not. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I hate like it's, it sucks. Cause we're like, we're in such a like rock and a hard place where Dansby is like clearly such an integral part of like the Braves and like, you see so many people wearing his jersey. Like, he's such a big part of the organization. Like, he's such a Braves, like, guy. And I, and I, so I feel bad saying this, but, like, like he, I just, I, I don't want to see him in the lineup, really. Mm -hmm. I think we got to start, like, exploring other options. I know, you know, Griffin and I have talked about this, but, like, Arcia might be our shortstop pretty soon, which is really strange to say out loud, but he, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I think you put it best when you say it's just concerning. Like he's just, it's just, he's a liability at this point. Um, and yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like if most Braves fans were managers right now, he would already kind of be out of the lineup, uh, every day. But I know that snit like his whole, and he was proven right about it with people like Will Smith. Um, and I mean, he's been proven right about it with Dansby before, but I don't think that we've seen, such an awful stretch like this from him. And yeah. I, it's starting to get to a point where I think it's honestly in Dansby's best interest, like in the team's best interest at like specifically like, you know, cooperating with him um, to just not be in the lineup every day for a little bit and just kind of try to reset yourself because yeah. he is not in a good mental state right now. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, he knows that he sucks really hard. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm looking back at this Padre series. He went 0 for three. He went 0 for three. He went two for four, um, in the third game. And 
scored a run, and then went 0 for 3. Um, so, yeah, and I mean, Arcia has started to exceed expectations, um, started to look more like the player that he was uh, with the Brewers. And, uh, I mean, he's batting... 333 now he's a smaller sample size but i mean he's got seven hits and 21 at bats um yeah pretty good two doubles he's driven in five he's walked three times and struck out five uh his obp is 400 and ops is 829 um so i mean his, he's not when he's hitting the ball it's basically just singles for the most part but at least he's getting on base um mm-hmm. And I mean, he uh, he also he almost went. What night was this? There was one night that he. Um, I'm trying to remember, he almost went four for four. Mm, was that the Dodgers? Yeah. Okay, that was against the Dodgers. He almost almost went four for four, um, and got robbed of a home run that would have scored one more person plus him. Um, but yeah, I, you have someone who's been performing better and is a natural shortstop versus Dansby, who is just a complete liability. Um, it's, it is at the point where it's pretty hard to avoid. Um, sorry. Um, I don't know. I think I think Snit might give him two more series. I think maybe we give him. I want it like a two games, just to yeah. see what happens. Especially going back home, see if you can clear your mind on the plane ride there. Yeah, I don't know. Playing the playing the Marlins too. So yeah. I think he needs yeah. to whip out the sage again, like he did. Yeah, for real. For the yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I. I I like the point you made about um, maybe not like replacing him right now, but there needs to be more of a rotation. Cause he's also one of those guys that like will play every game um, if he can, which is like great to have. And it's hard to come by, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just, it's, it's, it's so bad too. Cause it's like clockwork. I forget. I, it was one of the Dodgers games. I, I didn't get to watch any of the Padres um, games. Cause I was at, Coachella, but um, it was during the Dodgers uh, series. There was one time where, like, I think we might have had bases loaded and he, like, grounded into a double play, or we had definitely had, like, two men on, uh, and it just completely killed the momentum. Like, we were starting to mount a comeback. It was looking decent, and it's just, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to ride the negativity train too long, but something needs to change straight up. Yeah, and, I mean, he's uh... – progressed down the lineup um so i mean even you know still being in the lineup but moving all the way to ninth from where you started out seventh six some games um Mm -hmm. obviously he can tell that uh he's not be like really being relied on right now um and trying to avoid him as much as possible i don't think is good for his mental state either to just kind of be out there um and 
it yeah, it's it's worse than any of his other kind of fits that he's had before and streaks. Um and it's like noticeable to most people who watch the games now. Uh last year, I mean, he could have these kind of streaks and then he would get like a random home run or uh mm-hmm. could at least drive in some runs or something just once in a couple games, but it just I don't know how many RBS does he have? Um, he has two, which is bad. That's yeah. the same amount that Manny Pena has in 11 at bats. Guillermo <laughs> Redia has in 16. <laughs> Matt Olson only has two RBS, but. Yeah, well, Matt Olson hits fucking nukes and bats second, so. <laughs> yeah, and he. <laughs> seems to only be able to hit when no one is on, which <laughs> no one has been on for him a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and no one was on for him really in the Padres series. Cause Ozzy would just hit a home run and then he'd be up. Um, mm. But yeah. So two, two after the Padres, like two, two from the Padres, I was fine with um, definitely when you lose it, puts a sour taste in your mouth like the last game of the series but we looked like a really good team the second and third game of that series first game was butthole uh Mm -hmm. and like last game i mean we just couldn't hit darvish was pitching well and bryce elder somehow managed to only give up two and a a big part of that game was i mean he kept going and went 4.1 and then spencer strider pitched the rest of the game and was really really saved our bullpen which then didn't matter because you know it got shelled the next game um and then you bring in newcomb yeah this is where this was the game that bullpen management it just pissed me off yeah Um, awful i mean awful it's the it's the type of management where it's like okay we're, we're looking looking to the next game which Snit did a number of the t- a number of times during the World Series, like when he put Smiley out there for a lot of innings uh, versus the Dodgers and the Astros in games that we were already going to lose, pretty much. And at the time, I was pissed off because I was like, we need to still try to win this game, but it really mm-hmm. saved our arms for the next game. Yeah. And this, during the regular season, unless it's just blown out of proportion, like four plus runs going into the later innings, like seven plus innings. Um, then I'm like, okay, sure. Just, you know, see what they can do. And if they can hold it and we can get something together, then that's great. But um, we did go down six early. Um, and then we put up one and then three, got it to within two runs um, going into the seventh and had clean innings from Minter and O'Day. But then we go into the eighth, and we're still only down two. Dodger Stadium is a terrible place to play for us, but I just I felt like we conceded when we put Jackson mm. Stevens in, who is yeah. basically just kind of a random signing to eat innings and whatever, um, and then gives up a home run to a not-as-good hitter anymore in Cody Bellinger. Um which he's doing decently this season, actually. Yeah. But, um, and then 
Now it's at three. It's just, you know, <laughs> a lot harder than two in Dodger Stadium. Yeah, no, it, it really it really feels like if it was a two-run game, would have been manageable. But it was the second it became three. Uh, I just go back to the that saying, like, you know, blooping a blast, right? Like, blooping a blast covers two runs, but getting three up there mm-hmm. would be kind of tricky. I will say, though, like, for, you know, this game being a loss, it actually felt like a good loss, you know? Um, just the like scramble at this, back. Yeah, like, at, and at, at this point in the season, like, stuff's, like, pretty inconsequential. And, yeah, it matters, like, in the long run, but, you know, we, we don't – we aren't worried about our record right now. In this game, I think – really showed that the Braves can come back and like we still have that fight in us and stuff uh especially against a team like the Dodgers I was really I was really starting to feel like the momentum build especially like in that sixth inning um where we were just like moving the line like you know like actually playing well um and and like I I feel like the lineup is starting to come together we're seeing emergence of guys like Darno and like Ozuna is coming back and Albies is hitting home runs and yeah, it, it did feel like a good loss, but yeah, it was the second Jackson Stevens came in where I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Um, this is still a winnable game. Um, yeah, very, very odd uh, bullpen selection. Um, game two, we have the MVP of the whole. I mean, we you could also think of Ozzy in terms of the Padres. He was definitely the MVP of the Padres series where he got those three home runs in uh, four games. But I think as a West Coast trip as a whole, I think that Max Freed was the most electric and just best player overall. Um, yeah. He went into this game with two losses and wasn't looking super sharp, honestly. Um, had a terrible opening day start. And then, uh, which again, he did locate his pitches, but he was getting blue pits. The Reds are getting blue pits. Mm, yeah, that was, that was horseshit. Um, and then the second game, he lost, and we didn't score any runs really at all against the Nationals. Um, and didn't go super deep, but only gave up two or three. Um, but this game was just, like, honestly, might have been... I, I, his, his start um, in World Series Game 6 is probably going to be his best start ever. When you, mm. like, but... This was definitely close. Um, he had a perfect game working through six, I think. Um, but uh, goes seven, um, 93 pitches. I really wanted him to come back out there, but I understand you're at Dodger Stadium. And that last inning, he kind of racked up some pitches, but only gave up two hits, eight Ks. Um, they just couldn't do anything against him and it was beautiful to see especially against the best team in baseball um mm-hmm. really good to see uh one of the rare no no hit games for matt olson um mm-hmm. but uh basically everybody else hit in the lineup um it is not great to see that we had 12 hits and only three runs um but <laughs> I mean, you take what you can get there. Um, yeah. Matt's gave up a run, but it wasn't super like it, it was wasn't anything tough. Um, and then Kenley got his first save at Dodger Stadium, not being a Dodger, which is cool to see. Yeah. Um, and the last out was Freddie Freeman, which was poetic. 
I think that he won this series overall, though. Um, yeah. Homering against Inoa and then homering against Charlie. And I, I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't even watch the last game because I was like planning on it. And then I saw an alert on my phone that said Freddie Freeman hits two run homer in the top of the first or the bottom yeah, of the first. I... And then I was like, yeah, we lost. <laughs> Yeah, that well, third game was interesting too because Gons or we made fucking Gonsolin look like Cy Young out there. Um, I I will I'm gonna take credit for this. I spoiled the no hit bid. Um, I know it's kind of like taboo in baseball, but at one point I looked at my Dodgers friend. And I said, you know, he's throwing a no hitter right now, and he was throwing a perfect game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then l- literally the next hitter, I forget who it was, uh, broke it up. So I like I, I don't know. I felt like. Yeah, I felt like kind of bad. You know, if if it was any other team than the Braves, obviously I'd say nothing. But I think yeah, Fred we, is turning the plane around right now. It's gonna fly it <laughs> over your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, man. Uh, yeah, I felt like like actually kind of bad about that in hindsight. But <laughs> yeah, it's it, it was just a shitty game. You're right. Like the second I saw Freddie hit that home run to start, like yeah, probably uh gonna be an uphill battle from here. McHugh had a rougher outing, kind of, yeah. um, not terrible. Thornburg cleaned up, didn't really, wasn't really there, and Will Smith was clean. But, uh, yeah, it just, in terms of like the up and down from this series, um, and just the the trip, as a, like as a whole, we give up twelve, we score one at the very end, so we basically shut out um and just destroyed and then the next two games we look really good and looks like kind of like a heavyweight battle that we just best them at and then a rubber match that we lose um then get shelled early by the dodgers have a comeback and then bullpen managing i mean we don't ever know what the hitting could have actually done to come back but we did out hit them that game um and then win another heavyweight battle should have scored more runs than we did um but and then that last game was you know we only lost by four runs but it just just kind of from the Mm get-go showed and i mean we didn't score our, our our only run until the very end again which is just so we basically got shut out um mm. So I know it's a lot of this, a lot of, a lot of, lot of. yeah, a lot of that. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I thought that we had really found consistency in the middle of that Padres series. Um, yeah. But, and we did, granted, like that last game put a sour taste in my mouth because we just couldn't hit the ball at all, which a lot of that was due to Darvish being really on point. But then, uh, the, and then after that, going to Dodger Stadium is never going to be easy. Um, and I'm so, and then the series that we're going into now, um, we are playing against the Marlins, um, who are four and seven this year, and like we know are not going to be that great. But uh, they are definitely a very good pitching team. Um, so I think it's going to be. My guess is um, it's a two-game series, right? Hmm. Or th- three. It's I think it's three. three. Yeah. Not two. Um, well, it's the elusive two-game series. 
we do have a two game series later this year actually i think yeah it's, it's elusive screw you <laughs> um but uh yeah i will be facing i think we got the best draw actually looking at this now i remember um f- that we could get from the marlins starting rotation um yeah which like will rogers is really good um is yeah. it will or trevor trevor it's trevor. Will. trevor yeah trevor oh yeah Tre- he, yeah he was like he had a rookie of the year bids last year yeah, he's, he's pretty. He's a beast. Yeah. Uh, so he's. I mean, he's gonna be tough, but Kyle Wright's going against him, and he's been looking really good. Um, and then Elizier Hernandez is one of their. He's like their fourth guy. I think we're getting their three, four, five, because I think they're one. They're it's Alcantara, Lopez, Rogers, Hernandez, Lazardo. Yeah. Lazardo hasn't been that great. Um, and he's facing Elder though, so we'll see see what happens. But mm-hmm. I think Anderson's gonna get the best of Hernandez. I think Wright and Rogers are going to be pretty close. We've also historically hit Rogers pretty well, um, mm. which is just one season. And then yeah, also also coming back home will be big. Yeah, I, I wonder if I wonder if we're going to see a potential spot start for Acuna during the Marlins series because that oh, would be man. amazing. They're going to throw at him the first. Like, yeah, he's going to he get drilled in the head. Yeah, they, they fuck those guys. They're going to aim right at his ACL. <laughs> Um, yeah, it'll be a nice home stretch. Um, and then back on the road again after that, but then another long road stretch or home stretch uh, on the road and then home and then then we got to go back and out and then the season ends and then then it starts again and we start at home and I'm done. I'm done. Um, and then we we keep, uh, but yeah, uh, we don't. So Austin Riley's having a baby himself. He is uh, in, selfish, in, selfish asshole. He's man. in the operating room right, room right now, giving birth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, don't know how long he'll be gone. It's usually like two or three days. Yeah, um, I think I, I looked it up. It's at least twenty four hours, at most seventy two hours. So he'll okay. he'll be back for the series, which is good. Yeah, it's just a matter of whether it's going to be this game or the next game. Um, mm-hmm. And so he got put on leave. Do we know when? Like it was before the last game of the Dodgers series. Um, I think it might have been at night of Tuesday. Yeah. So I feel like that's right because I feel like there was only one game where we didn't have yeah, Riley. It was the last yeah. last one, and yeah. so he got placed at around like 10 p.m. I think. Or at least mm-hmm. that's when I saw the report. Um, so at the latest, he'd be back for the second game of this series, but he'll probably be back for this first game. Yeah, we'll see. And Travis Demary got put back. Like I, I, I feel bad for Travis because that's such a terrible time to get <laughs> placed. Like to to move in to the team, and you know you're not going to be there very long because he had to go yeah. from like Jacksonville or Gwinnett, fly all the way to Los Angeles just to <laughs> watch was... a game, just to like <laughs> just to see the game happen, just like just like jet lagged and it's just like like he's like it, tired, it's already. <laughs> barely able to just stay awake, and then it's like all right, you're going back to Gwinnett, you're starting tomorrow. And it's just like oh fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck man. 
Yeah, the the logistics of like the AAA like promotions and demotions has always been pretty funny to me. Uh, because like there there's some this is a total sign up, but like there's some teams that have AAA teams like not close to their stadium. We, I mean, we have Gwinnett, which yeah. is about thirty minutes from, which is like, really nice. Yeah. Like a lot of teams don't have anywhere close to. That. Yeah, so if you get called up the day of, that's like a big you know flight, and then you're like lagged and all that. So like maybe you know that's a sleeper, you know good thing for us but yeah that fucking sucks man he flew out to la and now he has to fly back it's like five hours each way yeah and it's just <laughs> getting the handshakes like welcome to the organization again and it's like okay just go back <laughs> psych get out of here i just like that's the worst has to be the worst part of being an mlb player is especially like <laughs> during is you know stuff like that and being promoted demoted and going back and forth but just like you think of i mean even the starters like i was uh yeah. just at a restaurant and i watched the first game of the padre series come on and i was just like imagine losing 3-1 to the nationals at home and then getting on a plane at 11 and then flying for like five hours, three, like four or five hours, hardly getting any sleep, going to your mm-hmm. hotel room at like three in the morning, waking up at like 10. And then it's like, all right, you have to play a, like a baseball game in a couple hours. Yeah. In front of like <laughs> thousands of people <laughs> yeah. with like big stakes on the lot. Yeah. I guess that's why they get paid the big bucks, but mm-hmm. I that yeah. you know maybe 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 that's why we lost twelve to one. That's the reason. Yeah, there there that's an intangible, you know that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have to weigh those in in the future. Yeah, yeah again, uh, game. Yeah, but uh, Riley will be back. Hopefully, Acuna will be back as soon as he possibly can be. Um, yes, we need him. And I just got a text to wrap it up fast because I am going to dinner with my family. That's fun. All right. Well, I have a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> go Braves. This was, you know, not as bad as it could be, but still not great. And that's life. And that's life. Yeah. That's how it goes. Marlins next, though. Yeah, Marlins next. Let's uh, let's kill some fish. Let's let's kill Don fish. Mattingly. Let's kill ki- let's kill Don <laughs> <laughs> They just go over there with like pitchforks and then they just I'm take his head well, off. They're like, oh the swords. I, I was thinking swords. I, I was thinking more just like foul ball straight to oh. the cranium. <laughs> <laughs> he dies I, and then we, we just rush the field. <laughs> and for the and for the lawyers listening right now, it's a joke. It's a joke. We're yeah, not, it's not. We're not actually we don't want we don't want uh, we don't like him, but we still we were not gonna kill him. I definitely don't want to see uh, Ozuna just like, <laughs> hit a like you know swing really early and then just kind of hit it at a certain angle that goes right above the dugout railing. It's just, right it it hits the old man's head. All right, <laughs> stop. All right, bye.